Well, who's making it? <laughs> Dom Dillon. He might. He might. That'd be a good one. Okay. <laughs> got oh, that's Steiner. a good one. We need to get oh. to that one soon. Did we do the PWF? Uh, we... I don't know if we got real deep into it. Like pro wrestling informer? Uh, PWI. What's PWF? That was the yard fed in South Milwaukee. Don't know much about him. Don't know much about his... I remember the guy who wore the shirt, fuck you, you fucking fuck. I don't know how much. What was that guy's name? He thought he was the heartbreak kid. Uh, Jack Steele? He has passed. That was, uh, I forget his name, but he, he passed away. Oh, really? From Puerto Rican Dave? Oh. <laughs> what did he pass away from? Uh, cancer. Oh, that's bad. That way. I would have guessed Which, something else. By the way, it was my uh, my grandmother's 90th birthday party on Sunday. Oh, congrats. And I sat down at a table with my dad, and we were talking, and he said, you know what's killing me? And I said, cancer? And he called me a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I went through these. Look down. Also the PWF. Oh, see, we gotta we gotta have some quality control up. That's what I'm doing right now. I don't know how much. Hey, not to shit on Eddie Watson or anything. But aren't all of Eddie Watson's post questions like Tyler Perry presents the Ross Family Matters podcast? Well, that's how that's how he would like to shape this podcast when he takes over. That's a bullshit question. Uh, what is uh, the question uh, I just asked? No, how great is Pearl Jam? <laughs> Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino, and we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for everybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. How's the baby? Oh, sexy. Right. Baby's, <laughs> baby's looking good. That's what I like in my babies. <laughs> Did they look good? Sexy babies. Uh, I'm gassy. Babies with tattoos. Why would you get babies tattoos? Oh, good. Track late buck is back. Can I ask you a quick... <laughs> Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Who'd you have to sleep with to get an iPhone? Yeah. An upgrade my phone. Yolanda? Because you slept with the Yolanda, you got like a $12 track phone. I'm imagining this was just a torso. Right. <laughs> it has to be a real pity fuck. No, I, I got it. It was like, hey, man. Belanti? Was it Belanti? She wouldn't. Nobody would ever fuck a Belanti. Riley would one and a half times, from what I'm told, as of Friday. Chris Madsen would. 
Her brother? Gross. Wait, one and a half. What's with the one and a half? Part? I don't know. I refuse to ask follow-up questions. That's what she said? They fucked No, that's what Riley said. See, I'm recording right now, by the way. So we got half a nut in? A lot of this is going to get edited out. Gallagher racism. <laughs> we better talk Remember about that, that one song, Mother-in-Law? Mother-in-Law? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should be our new theme. Should it? <laughs> Should it? What do you really? think of your mother-in-law? Meh. Is she greasy? Nah. Does God got her back? What are you listening to right now? I don't know. It's a fucking video on Instagram. God's plan? God's plan. God's plan. Motherfucker. God's plan. Do you ever hear the onion story? Has that one hit the airwaves? Oh, yeah. Did it? Was Onions a big hit? So now I'm a scofflaw? You are a scofflaw. Great. Not as bad as Sean Priest, though, who heard the idea and was like, oh, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Then I'm going to burn that steak. (laughs) So, any other quality control issues other than PWF? Uh, That half C one there, and then this one I'm going to kill. Okay. Why are you killing that one? Well, if I say it out loud, it'll be on the air. What about it's Dave? It's not going to be on the hey, air. Is, literally is Dave right Bautista now. one of the the subjects? Do you want Dave Bautista? And Tyson Tomko. Come on, he's not a fucking problem solver. He is a problem solver. For, oh, stop it. You know what? Would The only thing that would have made his career better... Come on! I like living where I live. <laughs> if, you know what would have made it better? Over 48 years Tyson ago. Tyson Tomko would have been a better career, had a better career if he was in Greece, too. As Belmuto's sidekick. Yeah, he would have tried to do a dance and fell. <laughs> he would have threw a high kick and ended up on his ass. There was somebody I saw on the wrestling channel who gave a boot and fell on his ass. Was it Kevin Nash? Oh, it was Super D. It was Super Destroyers. What were you watching? Wrestling. Wrestling. Do you remember in like 96 when the Super Destroyers came back and it was just the powers of pain under hoods? Do you have a recollection of that? Yes. I don't know even know if I understand this. <coughs> sure you do. What does that say? It says no. Well, show me. Is it racist? Oh, oh, okay. See, I was reading it as if the word was Finnish. That's why What's that one? Yeah. No, it's nothing. Come on. It's this. And then... And then... And then... And then... <laughs> that one I just kept out. I didn't even look at it. It was just in a bunch. I figured it was garbage. So how are we? Are we good? Are we ready to I write? mean, if you want. I mean, are there more things to write? What else? Uh, this is the last one here. I thought I we had a whole bunch somewhere else. I thought else, I just saw I, a new one come up. Somewhere. They do occasionally. Like I think it was like testicle or chesticle. Yeah, there's something. There's something here that I don't think we got in there yet. So you guys, if you wanted to, you can mark me down as titty over ball. <laughs> <laughs> Masters. Ditto. I just don't know how far back we got 
Let me hear. Do you have one of those fucking hand gripper things on the back of your phone? Uh, 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 a penis? Alright, asses that? in slings. Was that in there? <laughs> Wait, I don't, why do you assume that in me? Asses in slings? Well, I don't know, because I've heard you say it. Did I? Do I? Probably. See, this freaking dementia starting already. Asses in slings. I don't know if some of these are in here, so I'm going to put them in there, so we'll double this up. Oh, we're definitely going to need asses What time do we got? What time is it? Was that not in there? Uh, 7 and 9. Holy really? shit. Really? Right. It's what time? 7 8.53. You guys can start. I can write while do we have Anybody got a phone charger? Um, uh, I'm sure Katie can work something out upstairs. My phone's dead to the world. But I didn't travel with mine. I have an iPhone. No one's impressed. I'm not even impressed. No one. Do you know I how to use it? it? Like somebody just showed me the other day how to fucking screen record. How come the brokest people always have the most expensive phones? I I don't want to know what the fuck you did to get that phone. All right. I upgraded my phone. You were inside a dude's ass. You can say it. All right. Well, this was great crosstalk for in between podcasts. You can pretend to be one of the gamer gays. But, uh. <laughs> Gay. Gamer with a Y. Yeah. Gay. That would be a good bit, like, though, if you were a homosexual gamer, you could be called the Gamers. Book it. Yeah. Two, two snaps up. And an up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, up. A, B, A, B. I like that. Yeah. A, B, A, B. Aww! <laughs> yeah, that's part of a conjure um, code. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Why? Say, man. <laughs> All right. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue inside Hello Shalom It's the Ross Family Matters Podcast It's been a while since we've recorded one But not a while since you've heard one So that reference probably means nothing to you listeners But I am Hotshot Scott Williams With Stick Ross Yeah Jiggy Jack Spade and Jason Masters out on parole. I'm Joe Boy Blackie Lawless, baby. Yeah. All right. Out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Yep. God's plan. Come on. So we get to hit a lot of topics today because we've met you many a times and we know who you gave for and we know you ain't got nothing going on. Do you? Uh, What you been got going on? See? Just gay. What you got going on, Vic? Well, I've got, uh, provided this airs before then, and it won't. Uh-uh. I've got the MIAW show the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I got a big family throwdown on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I've got Legacy Pro at Tanner Paul the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and this likely will air after that. But if it'll also likely air after my anniversary show for ACW that I have coming. 
and I'm relatively certain that the Legacy Show is your last chance to see me in action in 2018. Oh, all right. Jack in 2019, he's going to do the exact same thing he's done all of 2018. Nope, I'm going to debut a brand new character in 2019. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What you, you like? got going on, Jack Spade? Jack Spade is back, baby! Uh, yeah? Yeah, he had his comeback. Huh? And my knee only went out once, two days before the show. <laughs> and twice on the day of. Twice on the day of. Oh, All right. Geez. Well, that sounds pretty solid. We're at 7% me. <laughs> <laughs> I got some audio, uh, live audio. Um, somebody filmed your last match that you did in yep. the ring. Yep. Um, here's the audio of the crowd. Mr. Hughes, baby. That sounds about right. Yep, sounds about right. I'm Mr. Hughes, and this dude stinks of booze. That is also probably right. Did he say that? No. Oh, man, that would have been great. But he called it Man, that thing's cracker. Man, that thing is real. He did call me a jive-ass cracker. Hey, he called you a jive-ass cracker. You didn't call a jive-ass cracker by Mr. Hughes. But in fairness, he didn't steal my urn. Well, yeah. And make it into a chain. Right. So, oh, wait, no, that was comma. That is comma. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about grapple talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash the grapple talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at the grapple talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. Hey everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. This is a different commercial. Ha! You've been hearing the same one forever. Listen, don't listen to the Ross Family Podcast. Don't listen to them. They have had me trapped downstairs for a long time and they won't let me eat. Don't listen to them. Don't! <laughs> so everybody's heard no, this. Everybody's heard our show and they know the bit. Uh, we got some other bits we're going to debut, and we're also going to read some pretty cool Facebook posts, except my phone's dead, so it'll have to come off one of your phones, from our favorite unpopular opinion man. But, before we get into any of that, why don't you, there, Jason Masters, reach into that Oh, wait, app. wait, wait. Uh-oh. I got a new bit. Oh, All we're right. going to do it now. You're going to roll it. let you guys know. It, well, it, we're not doing it yet. Okay. All right? But it's, it's start, in the planning stage. It's starting right now. Anybody can do it. It's called, It Would Be Rude of You Not To. Alright? So let's say Rush is coming to town. Okay? And we buy two tickets for Vic and Dawn. And we present him with said tickets and we go, well, It would be rude of you not to go, as these are a gift from us. Oh. Okay. Nice. I see that. Or say there's an ICP show in <laughs> town. Huh? And we buy tickets for you and Jerry. No, oh, him and the Jerry. Yeah. Front row. Yeah. Front row. Well, then I am a rude motherfucker. That ain't happening. I don't want to get bug tickets to the <laughs> How dare you, sir? As he finishes up. Why don't you reach into the hat real quick? Yeah. You guys like that bit? That's a good bit. 
it's got it can get some legs. Pick a winner. Yeah, let's see what he's gonna pull out. Here. Last time we met on, on the air officially, really? we were in Detroit. Can I re can no Mulligan? Oh. No, we, we don't get a Mulligan. What is it? You could Hardee's or Wendy's. Oh, all right. Are we talking new Hardee's or old Hardee's? Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Because I, I don't mind Wendy's. Don't get me wrong. I think they do. Don't put no, that back in there. That's how we get problems. That's how you get problems. So, Wendy's is good enough. Be rude and it's if better than Hardee's is today. But when Hardee's had that big ass meatloaf, mushroom, and Swiss burger, it was Hardee's all the way. Remember that thing? It was like as I big as a pillow. I'm still My go to used to be the hot ham and cheese. That's a good one, too. Yeah. And their roast beef is nothing to sneeze at. Vic? I uh, I was kind of a Frisco burger guy. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But if I get my choice, I'm going to pick Wendy's every single time. Even before Hardee's was Carl's Jr. like. Yes. Okay. Why, though? Because they have the best fast food sandwich of all of the times. Baconator? What is that? The Baconator? It's not. It's the triple with cheese. Oh, okay. you got to get, like... 20 napkins in order to be able to eat this thing and not be a fucking filth pile by the time you're done. Let's not forget that. And when you're going to shit about 26 minutes after. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You will. And Wendy's an orphan. She is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was adopted, right? Yeah. Well, I mean. I heard Dave Thomas beat her. Now she's a double orphan because Dave Thomas is dead. That's true. Oh. Can you actually become a double orphan, though? What do you like about Wendy's? Spicy chicken sandwiches, man. They're the bomb. They used to be, but they changed the motherfuckers. I haven't They're had one in a while. Are they really? What about the chili? One, okay, I don't, uh, meh. Have you tried the Wendy's breakfast? Asiago chicken no, sandwiches are really good. the one by my house doesn't have it. Oh, yeah, you're right. The one on 43rd does. Okay. They got a good breakfast. All right. Yeah, not bad. Good. Wendy's has a breakfast? Yeah, you know, what, you know who else has a good breakfast? I don't want to get too far off topic. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But not on Sundays. No. Because Jesus don't want people to eat on Sunday. That's, that's so are they closed on Sundays? They're closed on yeah. Sundays all over the country. Hey, man, they put one in the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. They put one which in... Which is predominantly <coughs> Sundays. And, and that motherfucker ain't open. Yeah, think about that for a minute. That's beautiful. Okay. Ever been to Chick-fil-A? <laughs> like it? Liked it? Uh, okay. You know what's great at Chick-fil-A? They're sugar-free and probably their regular lemonade. Very tart. I like their sneakers. I like a good tart. Not a trollop, though, right? Never. <laughs> uh, Wendy's, Lynn? Yeah, it's all right. Favorite or... Wendy's sandwich? Oh, spicy chicken. I'm telling you, it's gone to shit. I'm eating that spicy chicken. What about Hardee's? What do you like about Hardee's? Ham and cheese. Yeah, that's right. Was, I, I, I don't think that we guys. can stop talking about this until we talk about the time we all had to shit because we ate at fucking Hardee's. Hardee's on the on the way from a show. Yep. And we were four stalls deep or three stalls deep, giggling and shitting like a motherfucker. So, just outside of Boston, I want to say it is. Boston. There's a Hardee's slash Loves truck stop. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. So. Chris Hansen would always twist our arms into eating at Hardee's with him afterwards. Oh. Okay? And we'd get this Hardy after the Seven River shows. Mm. And we'd get the Hardee's, and we'd eat, and invariably there'd be a fucking emergency slash disaster. <laughs> and Almost immediately. this truck stop 
planned ahead. It had like ten stalls. Mm-hmm. One, skip a stall, one, skip a stall, one, skip a stall. Did you pick the glory hall? Yeah. By the way, which one of you played Shit Wars with me in the casino in Windsor? It was not me. Also you not me. <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough to bring that up. Son of a bitch. We were waiting on you forever. You were shitting your entire bag out. I take long shits. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so, have you... Okay, so if you go down south, the Hardys are connected... Well, they're the same building, but they have a burrito place. Okay. So, I've had the Hardys burritos down south. Oh, so they serve them right out of the Hardys? Yeah, by side. the way, somebody played Shit Wars. Lane and <laughs> so, one. Well, I didn't get a throw one back because I was going <laughs> to get it. So, he lost. Okay. I'm not putting my hand in the war zone. We're, uh, we're not going to tell him who was shit warring him. Yep. But just know that Lane lost. <laughs> Hit me right in the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place a good inch, to be honest with you. Oh, can you imagine it hitting you in the ankle and, like, sliding down? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Over your shoelaces? Oh, oh man. Thanks, oh. Brian, by the way, for the... For shit wars. for shit wars, yes. I'm gonna pick one. Okay, time out. So, how does shit wars ever actually? Well, it's pretty simple, actually. So you sit down and you shit, and then you wipe, and then instead of dropping that paper in the water, you whip it underneath <laughs> the stall and try to hit your friend with it. Yeah. Okay, I got one. Brian and Santana. Thank you, Brian. Oh. Barry Sanders or Adrian Peterson. Oh, it's Barry. Fucking Barry, man. It's Barry. Yeah. Barry. Yeah. I could watch Barry Sanders run all day. Yep. Yeah. Right now. Yep. Right, right now. I bet he probably Old could. Barry. Well, he retired at a young age. I'm just saying. What do you got there, man? I, I love, by the way, I love when he would wear their, the road jerseys. It'd be like White Barry Sanders. White Barry. I love White Barry. I fucking hate White Barry. Old Thompson. That is... High quality. Many a night. Swill. White Berry would drink some old Thompson. <laughs> hey does, man. Does Katie know you're spending the night? <laughs> Why am I spending the night? Because you're not going to be able to win a while. Oh no, I'm fine. All right. Do they put it in the bag or the half carry you? I bought it. Barry Sanders bag. By the way, Barry oh, Sanders. Um, seriously, was probably one of those guys that could have broke every record had he decided. To play what made him? What, what made him? What made him? I think he just retire. was sick of the organization, and they weren't going to trade him, so really? he left. All right, boys. He didn't like Bobby Ross. Gallagher's racism. Oh, did we talk mm. about Gallagher? I feel like we did. I don't know if we. It did was not. unbelievable racism. Okay, why is Gallagher racist? Well, we got. This is the same night that he shit out the entire second floor of the Bradley Center. Right. Oh, yeah. After ribs. Okay. Let's tell the whole thing from the beginning. Well, we dealt that part. Ah, we got plenty of time. All right, people are sick of hearing about you shitting. <laughs> I shit real bad sometimes. No, sometimes, right. motherfucker. So you guys went to a Gallagher show? No, we went to an Admirals game. But the post, you know how sometimes after the Admirals game, they'll put uh, yeah, like yeah. something it was to draw a you free in. Gallagher comedy stand. It was Gallagher's uh, going away. It was his farewell to I think I remember this because the Admirals were averaging 3,000 fans a game, and for Gallagher, they got 2,000. 2,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I believe that. Okay. So they had like, they set the stage up on the ice, and if you wanted to spend extra money, I don't know why you would, but people did it. You could go, you down. go down on the ice with a poncho, they give you a poncho. Oh, that's So you could wear yeah. the Gallagher shit. Yeah. But, this is a guy, so this was probably like 2012, 2013. Yeah. He's still calling Asian people Orientals. <laughs> like they're fine carpets. Oh, and I also heard that he called, like, Belgians, Belgian twats. Maybe. Is that true? Maybe. <laughs> but he was just trying to get waffles. <laughs> well, there is a twat waffle. But, like, there were a couple of times where he told a joke and Lane and I looked at each other like, Yeah! <laughs> so he was working, it. like, kind of that borderline, you know, so not politically correct. He was like, if there was a towelette in here, I'd kill it. No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that, but the, the sentiment was there. So I used to think that Gallagher's brother was Doug Hennig. Okay. Can you see the resemblance? I do. Yeah. I do. You? Yeah. Uh. Man, you think Doug Hennig is related to Kurt Hennig. Yeah. I thought Doug Hennig actually was a plumber from Detroit. Where you're going to move. It's your turn. Yeah, uh. because house is seven bucks. Seven bucks. <laughs> and if, if you want a burned out one, it'll take you seven years to get that thing knocked down. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's good. Booze on the toys. You know kids play down here. Yeah. And why are you throwing your used prophylactics down? All that old Thompson. This isn't an Ellie. Alright, I'm just mixing these up. You got a real old Thompson problem. You need to get back with Uncle Zachariah. Is that a buck fifty-nine? That's yeah, but that's all they can afford to give you to take it. Alright, what am I pulling out here? Uh, we might have talked about this one too, but, uh, Chase McCoy. Um, I don't know if we talked about Chase McCoy. I, I like Chase McCoy. I think he's a fantastic worker. I like his character, and he must be pretty good because he got a halfway decent match out of me once, so. Chase is good people. Good worker. Uh, is, is he injured presently? No, he's back working. He's working for ACW right now. Okay. And for ICW, I believe. Good. Yeah. So if he was injured, he's back at seemingly full strength. Yeah. 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 He takes his takes the or he's always taking his gimmick pretty seriously, mm -hmm. which is more than what you could say for most people. Number one, that he has a gimmick, right? Right. Yeah. And then he takes it seriously, and then he also sold it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I've I've always liked him. I think he's really good. Do you ever work him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Hammered, drunk. Hammer you? What the hell you say? You what? You were drunk in a match? Yeah, oh. man. I know it's hard to believe. It's very hard to believe because I'm so respectable. Oh, Shitty yeah. Liar. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Remember that time you super kicked a dude in the guts? No. What's that? Because you were so drunk you couldn't. What get was that potato cut? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that guy? Uh, Jake Classic. And he's not even that tall. Right. Are you sure it wasn't a, like a, a Savat kick? Oh, no. No. The old TNA kick. Larry, Larry Land? You yeah. went to Larry Land? Yeah. Remember when you smelled Jay, uh, Jay, what's his name? Leto? Leo? Yeah. And you got high. <laughs> Remember that? God, no. So Chase McCoy is running a kind of, they've got him in a cool spot right now up at ACW because there's these younger, you know, now they've been around a year now, but students 
that play this kind of delirium, like they're kind of crazy. And Chase McCoy is a veteran who's kind of leading that group. So it's kind of okay. a smart use of the youngsters with the veteran. Cool. So the other guy, those guys get to get beat up a lot while Chase watches. Well, I mean, but no, I think it's it's worked really well because you kind of allow the, you know, you got the guy who's been around and he's also kind of perfected the kind of crazy. Art of crazy. Yeah. So pretty good stuff. All right, I think it's back to you. We'll it is. Yeah, it is back to you. We're we'll whipping through the top. Yeah. By the way, have you seen my whip lately? That's street for car. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> what do we got? You only have it half open. Um, that's yeah. I know that. I don't. I just can't read. That's this shitty handwriting. All right. You know what? <laughs> what does it say? Are you sure you can't read it? Because you had old Thompson. Scott, I see Scott, I see character. So Scott's character yeah. in? No, Scott, okay, Scott character's friends. No, no, oh, Scott's character on the TV show Friends. Oh, I get you. Okay, uh, <laughs> the guy who runs, the, the who pours coffee at the coffee shop. So for those who don't remember this bit, we, I'd like to get more of these. I'm the person in the Ross family that doesn't even have like a title credit in the sitcom of our life. Right. Right. So, in every show, like, where would I fit in? In Friends, I'd be that kind of weird gray-haired dude who who pines over Jennifer Aniston. What's his name? Gunther? Sure. Yeah. I never liked Friends. <laughs> Noted. I never liked Friends. Do you ever watch Friends? Never saw it. Never oh, watched an episode. We didn't get I, w- I won't take my story that far. Wait, you didn't get that channel? No. You didn't get you didn't NBC? Get NBC. <laughs> what did you get? BT. <laughs> Come on! BT2. There's a BT2. And then BT4. So I was flipping through regular TV the other day, by the way. Like, just on my antenna. You know how they have, like, channel 58, 58.2. Yeah, yeah. There's a channel called Light. L-I-G-H-T. Okay. Except, and it's the logo on the bottom says Light. But the movie had a lady who I don't know, who was African-American, and Jimmy Walker. What yeah. a... I don't buy it. Like... Like like now, like right now? No, no, it was probably a movie from the late seventies. Oh, okay. When he was still like relevant, somebody, yeah. But okay. but it turns out that it's kind of an, what they're billing it as an urban station. But I don't know why they call it light. Hey, in the seventies, how many chicks blowing Jimmy Walker demanded that he finished by saying that? <laughs> by the way, um, I would think a large or were seven percent of them, or were disappointed when he didn't. I would have been just like right after he just then unwillingly that on my It's the same amount of women who informed Gary Coma that he must finish with what you talking about, bitch. Like, so, <laughs> can I say this though? That in all honesty, it was like white America that ruined the show Good Time because <coughs> they were uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable, and they and the execs then it demanded that there was more Jimmy Walker and less about the social issues, so it became. Less people took it less seriously because they made Jimmy Walker more predominant in the show. It didn't help that they killed off John Amos either. Well, but he, the reason they killed him off was because he didn't want to be on the show anymore because Jimmy Walker had turned it into a joke of a show. So white America killed good times. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> was there something wrong with what I did? No, it was cool. Why? I, I don't know. You just. You didn't. You didn't say the line. Uh, I, I mean, it, this, this is my life. Excuse me. Oh! 
<laughs> that don't buy it. <laughs> anyway, um, well, we we talk about friends. Somehow we got to that. But <laughs> yeah, so I would be Gunther. Okay. Who would you be on Designing Women? Boy, I don't remember the show enough to know who the bit characters would be. Because okay. there was the it was Delta Burke. But, You'd be Meshach Taylor. He was the only man. Well, no, I I would have went there, but there's got to be somebody who had a smaller, less reoccurring role. I imagine. Yeah, because he was still a prominent character. Who would you be on Major Dad? <coughs> Never saw the show. Oh. Oh my gosh, we're stumping. Who would yeah. you be on Simon and Simon? Simon. Um. <laughs> the dispatcher. Okay. What about the Fall Guy? Well, I wouldn't be Lee Majors. I wouldn't be his buddy. You wouldn't be Heather Thomas. Oh, no. Because mm. she was real hot. Yeah, she she was, was like 80s, early 80s hot. Remember her in Zapped? Okay. How was she looking in the early 90s? I don't know. I've not looked her up. <clears throat> she just kind of disappeared after the fall. Yeah, probably doing like Cinemax porn. So let me ask you this. Who would I be in Alice? In Alice? Uh, you'd be that fucking guy with the glasses that worked on the telephone. Yeah, lines. yeah, yeah. That's about right. Henry or Harry? Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, I think it's you're in the hat now. I am, yeah. yeah you are in the hat. Because X is going to give it to you. Cheryl and Fenn, by the way. That's what I was thinking of that other day. How was the business when you broke in? Um, You broke in first, so how was the business when you broke in? I feel like there was more... Kayfabe was still alive when I broke in. There was more respect for... Not exposing the business. Um, workers didn't sit in a crowd after their match. Um, I broke in unconventionally, but when I started getting trained the right way with Al Patterson, I was taught that most people don't get into the ring for like the first six months, and then after that they ref for a while. Um, there weren't... The matches were less predictable. For example, in a tag match, you didn't get the waterfall spot. In no, but match. you might get the cold tag. Well, only once. Um, I feel like guys nowadays are way more athletic, but they don't necessarily work as well. And I just can't help but think that if guys with their athletic ability found a way to at least work kind of, sort of like guys used to work matches... The business, especially on the indie circuit, would be off the charts, right? I mean, because there's guys doing stuff that nobody could do, you know, physically. But they just, you know, spot after spot after spot after spot, and they don't take a time, time for any of it to set Same in. Game. But uh, but what's gotten better, too, is I think the way that a lot of the young wrestlers get treated now is probably better than they did back in mid-'90s, right? I mean... Um, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of hazing and breaking people in, but there are some... I mean, I remember seeing some shit. I saw Jay Bradley take liberties with people 
that were young and yep. new to the business who actually went on to become more successful and famous than he ever did. But, um, you know, I, I just think that that's gotten better. I think the athleticism's better. I just think that, I don't know, it's just too much people just expose the business too much and yeah, they people, just yeah. don't work. What about you? You're next. Uh, I feel like, I know this isn't the question, but in regards to what you're saying as far as wrestling today, selling right right it's just not enough selling i'm still selling my knee i know but that's because it's legit but yeah you actually had surgery but but right i mean yeah i mean it's hard to take like these great moves seriously when you kick out at one and a half and you're back up on your feet with a springboard afterwards and i was one of the guys who didn't enjoy the ricochet uh will Will osprey stuff it would. It was aggravating to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was impressive as hell how athletic they were. Yeah. And if they would have just done a little bit of selling. Right. Just a little. Dial it down a little bit. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I also wish they had a lot more selling though. Right. Well, that was all right. I wish you cut those fucking fingernails. So what? Yeah, so fine. what about you, Lane? When you broke in? Well, you today? never really answered that. Well, I mean, I was just a couple of years behind Scott. I had a lot of the same experiences as far as... Yeah, this is a timeline. Guys could take liberties with you when you were new. Yeah. Um, Scott's right as far as, for the most part, guys didn't go out and sit in the crowd. You did see a couple of fucking ham and eggers that couldn't wait to go out and talk to the... Hey, how did I do? How did I look? I was great, right? Tell me I'm great. Yep. But it wasn't nearly as rampant as it would become just a few years later. Right, and we both, I think, you were right in the middle of it, right when I was starting. I was maybe a couple years before it, where the the heel who needed to get himself over, the, I like to call them the Steve Austin heels, right? Yes. So we started right, right before that became a thing. So then we started to see the heels. Everybody wanted to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Look, dude, you're not Stone Cold Steve Austin, all right? You're Ed fucking Riley. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> Try not to touch your kids, by the way. But you know what I mean, right? Like, that's that's what it became. Like, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to get myself over. And then the selling seat stopped even from the heels then because the heel decided he wanted to try to outwork the baby. Yeah. That, that's not how this business was built. I was smack in the middle of everybody wanting to be stone cold. Yeah. I didn't want to be stone cold. No. And hey, what did you want to be? Well, see, I was the group that was like the transition from that time to the to the now time. So I was still before, like, uh, really smartphones. I was still before Twitter and. All that stuff. MySpace, I think, may have been around. Yep, MySpace was around. But uh, I was probably the first generation that's, you know, instead of just taking the liberty and having that done to you, the first grouping of people that was kind of like, fuck oh, that. what the fuck? Yep. Why are you doing that? That's bullshit. Like, we don't need to do that. We're just going to go over here and do our own thing. So really, I feel like my time was more of like, uh, and you guys may have been the, the start of that, was more of the outlaw kind of the, sh- the, the shitty feds that pop up around the 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 more established ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
and I'm not saying I, I had I didn't have some liberties taken with me, like that still happened. It still happens today occasionally, right? Yeah, it depends who you're dealing with. And, and I had some bad experiences with vets and whatever, but like we weren't as reliant to get in with those groupings of people because we had other places where we could we'd go we could go do to stuff yep and to be fair before we get to UMSs we all kind of came in on different ways so obviously I started doing wrestling sort of stuff we won't call it wrestling because it wasn't in a ring right wrestling related before I got trained and then I got trained after right so um but I would have been I would have been considered if we had a ring, we would have been considered yarders when we were doing the stuff in the studio, right? Because we yep. weren't trained yep. until later. Um, so we didn't get and, and then we got trained by a guy and God bless him. I mean I, Al Patterson's a great guy, but he wasn't training us the way he was trained. Like he wasn't putting us through the paces and beating the hell out of us like he probably got the hell beat on him when he trained in the fifties and sixties, right? I mean so we didn't have to kind of come through some of that regimented stuff that that guys like I, I'm sure guys like Frank and guys like uh, uh, the Hangman and you know guys like that that were established locally. But they Steve uh, Tom Stone like I'm sure those guys got put through the, the grinder when oh, they yeah. were coming up, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I wasn't part of that. So I can't even pretend to, to be able to relate to the way those guys got kicked around. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. So. Same here. And, and for sure, I had a completely different... I, different yeah. I would have the Yarder tag, too, because I didn't have, for a long time, I didn't have a specific one person, and even now, hey, who trained you? Like, right. now I feel comfortable enough to say, like, really the basics were taught to me by Chaos or Brian, right? Mm-hmm. And then... I would attribute a lot of my psychology and my polish to Armani, right? Even though I doubt he would take credit for me. That's where I would put it. But for a long time, like when I started, when I broke in at SSW, I went to camps with like Devin Diamond or Ryan, who basically was, can you bump? Can you do this? Cool. Like, awesome. You can do more than some other people. Let's get you out there. And then I would go to camps up in Green Bay that were run by like Shane Hills and Steve Stone and then go to camps with Frank, right? Or, or travel and do camps with some of the other guys in, in the other areas. Sure. But the shitty thing about all those camps were is you'd always have to train down to the lowest... To the guys that was underneath you already, so that you had already surpassed. We talked about what we think was better about when we broke in, right? But here's one of the things that might be better now, and you mentioned <laughs> it, you touched on it when you said Armani camps. The fact that when a lot of people my age and older got trained you had a trainer you had a school and you didn't deviate from that you didn't go somewhere else and get trained you were a student of rich finky or you were a student of rambo robinson or you were a student of whatever right Mm -hmm. there wasn't a collaborative space where like angel armani's camps are open you want to come train come train right there wasn't that yeah, you know, if you in fact, well, not only that, but you know, I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize for that, but like, how about these special camps now? Like, he just Armani just had Juice Robinson yeah, in. Yeah, he's got ODB coming in. That shit did not exist. Right. Yeah, he's, right. He, 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 it he, existed he, when he, I was bringing. Yeah, he, 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 he right. Had, but back, had right. Come in, but Frank, come in. Frank had a uh, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Who did uh, Jimmy Jacobs was with Kurt. 
Yep. Like those are cool. But those are like paid. Like you have to pay. To, but still, you're paying for experience, yeah. for knowledge. And you're not paying. You're not. You're not breaking a bank. No. Yeah. No. Paying no twenty doubt. bucks to learn from a guy who just had Ricky Morton in. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. cool, right? I mean, I mean just to be able to to you know if you're a good listener, you know every every veteran. Even a guy like Ricky Morton, well, that's a bad example because he can still work. Even guys who might be a little bit past their prime, if you get out of it what you want to get out of it, yep, right? Yep. You open your ears. Uh, you know, my the one of the best lessons I ever got was I, I knew Angel Armani, but we weren't <coughs> friends like we are now. He was just a guy I knew. And I sat in a bar across from the Miramar Theater and listened to him talk for two hours. I learned more in that two hours than I learned in a month of camp. But it's what you take out of it. Mm-hmm. If you just go, ah, oh, this guy's this old dude, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, you're not going to get shit out of that, right? So what do you want to learn? And, and, you know, it's How not... How well do you want to learn? Yeah, and it's not just about in wrestling. It's about in anything. What do you want to get out of this training course that your work is sending you to? Mm-hmm. If you go in there thinking that you already know everything you need to know, well, you're probably not going to get anything out of that. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is like we're seeing this cyclical kind of thing now where especially locally, it's getting more to that I'm a trainee of this person thing because yep. you're seeing the schools that are now popping up. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like, it's awesome to have a place that's safe where you can get trained and you can work, right? And a company that you can go right into where they help you mold who you are. And help get you some bookings yeah. and learn your character. But, you know, it, it was kind of nice when I was breaking in to not see the same... Like not get the same way to do everything yep. and learn multiple different. We would we would go to different camps with different people. You know, I I, I started with um, Frank and things didn't go well there. Mm-hmm. And I went with Devin Diamond and and uh, those dudes and. You Did know, you ever just, get up to Morty's? Did you work for no, Mike no, Thompson? No. And then I, I know got, we all I, once I got to Armani, then I was kind of there. You know for periods of time I would go to camp religiously for like six or seven months and then not go for two or three months and then I would start going back for four or five months and then I wouldn't show up for two months and you know what I mean but it was like you said it was the stuff that we learned I don't know man like I like I think Frank is a really good trainer um and Armani are are I think that they are they are the, the best trainers that we have here other although there's other people at training I don't really because I'm not if you're not, well, you're in not the running circle, in circles, yeah, I'm yeah. not in the circle as much now. Like I have a family, and you know, I do that stuff. So I'm not really into the circle anymore. So I don't know who's really I hate doing. Your family. Well, let me ask you this. I do too. So I'm 47, and I'm Kevin getting my heart looked at. So I don't <laughs> wrestle anymore, and I may have one or two matches left in me, but that's it. Okay, you're a manager now, Vic, but you two are still wrestling. Do you still feel? Uh... Do you still feel like you can learn stuff? Yeah. Because you should. I mean, yeah. the answer should be yes. But yeah. like, do you still go to camps, even with guys that you might have more experience, and maybe watch something? And go, I like that. Or like, can you walk away from things from that learning thing? Yeah, stuff? absolutely. And everybody, everybody that I'm in a camp with is far more athletic than I am. So it's always kind of a, a good ego. My shoe is probably more athletic. Than well, you know. you know, it is what it is. But it also smells now. worse. Gotcha. Not much though. <laughs> um, they can get a boner. But, I mean, you, you have, it, 
You have to because you have to change the style. The style that wrestling is right now is not the style of wrestling that was when I broke into no, the business. No, not not even the slightest. As we've talked about, it's way more athletic. Yeah. There are way there are different expectations of the crowd. Where if you go out and you have the match where you lock up and throw the guy down and you roll like. I but I still see crowds pop more for that know, shit for sure than they do. Spotify, but you know what? So. It's but it's. It, like, look at what we saw in Detroit. <clears throat> like, to, I, like, so, to me, like, I felt like when, when, when I broke in, wrestling was that roller coaster. It would be up, down, you know, take you for a small ride, then go up, and then go down. Now, it's just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's just up and down, up and down, and it's so fast-paced. I'll, I'll be 37 in a few months, man, and a few Whoa, don't give away the sauce to everybody. You don't look a day over 48. Thank you, sir. I work hard. I heard that you have the lungs of an 87-year-old. It's not. It's a fucking 92-year-old And the family would, woman. would really appreciate it if you gave them back. So, it's a lot more fast-paced, man. These kids are... A lot of these kids, they take what they learn, and then they, they evolve it into their own kind of little... Nuance, and then they bring it to shows, and I, for I personally, am not a fan of the super flippy stuff, and yeah. you know, not because I can't do it, it's just because it never really made a lot of sense to me. And I'm not anti. Here's the thing: people go, well, "You're just <clears throat> anti this because you were an athlete and do." No, I love a good high spot when it makes sense in the yep. match. Like I love to see it, but I want it to be important. You right? want it to mean something, right? It's like. Holy crap, that was amazing, and that's a finish, or a near fall. Not the, boom, one count, oh, here's another high, oh, here's another one. Here's a, it just takes, a, it's like the old ECW argument I used to have. If I watch a match, and you take 19 chair shots, right? Why the guy in the next match have to take one? Right. And it's over? Right. Yeah. Like, what's the... That's kind of, that, that's kind of the theory they have now with the super kick, you know? Like, everybody's doing a super kick now. Now, now the super kick is like a basic punch <coughs> right. now, you know, and it's like super kick, super kick. I, I watch your... finish your shit. I, I'm no longer using it, so ha! Uh, either way, uh, like, I watched uh, I watched uh, Young Bucks, and I don't even remember who was all in the match. It was a six-man tag, and, like, it was like super kick, 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 super kick. The ref did a super kick. Brother. Everybody was down, and then... A guy went to cover a guy, the ref went down to count, and before his hand can come up for two, the dude was kicking out like he had and just... And super kicked him. So here's the thing. If I'm using just logic, and I know we've got to suspend logic when we talk about wrestling, right? If I'm using logic, well, then I'll tell you what, Chris Adams and Shawn Michaels were way better than a Young Bucks because their super kicks long. beat you. Yep. You got beat by a super kick when Shawn Michaels hit you with it. You got beat when Gentleman Chris Adams... You can't beat me with your yeah, super kick? You could make the same argument with the DDT. Of course. Of course. And on this episode of Old Timers Complain About Today in Wrestling, but I, I just grass cold. I want to talk about how come everybody knows how to do moves now, but they don't know how to be a character. Well, just, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody can do everything that they want to do in their head. If you can imagine it, they can do it. It's fucking Disney World of Matches out there. Yeah, and if they haven't seen it on TV, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sincerely. But, uh, and, and that's why, so we went down to this Armani show on the second, and it, I haven't been to an Armani show since a year ago, 
I went to the show right after after Jim had passed, right? Yep. And that was the last one I would have went to. And then when I so when I saw like Donnell's gimmick, I went, oh. See, I could see this being a thing. Like this could be this has the possibility to be cool. But it's not quite there yet, you know? But there's a formation that I could see coming out of it. But nobody nobody takes that time. You should have your character ready before you have your your moves ready because you want to have a move set that dictate works. Dictate towards your character, your move set towards your character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I, but I also agree that you should have your character and then your moves down before you, you even give two shits what your theme song is. Right. Because I, to me, that's something that goes back to even the late 90s. I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, somebody's coming in, they're training, and they're like three lessons. Like, yeah, so my theme song's going to be, who gives a fuck what your theme song's going to be? How about you go take three bumps in a row Properly. and get up and then talk about what your theme song's going to be? Douche. <laughs> Old Grandpa Scott showed up, everybody. All right. Uh, who, I think it's you. Was it? Yeah. Yep, because Scotty picked the topic. Greg Williams and family. Well, I think they've all probably passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were a character, Next. Greg Williams is passing. Scotty, tell us who Greg Williams was. So Greg Williams was a guy that we were working with on a couple shows, including Rebels of Wrestling. And at least every other show, he would call us on show day to tell us he couldn't make it because somebody in his family had either gotten shot or died. Yep. And I would say we probably got that call about six times. And that was back in like 1997, 98. So by now his whole family has perished. I was going to say, how many family members did that dude have? He must have had a big family. Like, with the worst luck. Well, And they must have just loved to die on Fridays. Were they they old gunslingers? Sorry, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead. Unsure, but again, Friday was the night to die. And they stood on balconies, and they always took the shot, and they took the, <laughs> they took the front bump over the over the rail and everything. And hit a perfect back bump on the way up. <laughs> and Greg Williams was another one of those guys. We, we ran into a few of them in our early days of, of, of wrestling that had some really good ability. But he was a big guy. Big guy who was... Decently athletic, um, looked good, putting moves up, you know, delivering the moves. He had some power moves on him, but he obviously didn't want it enough. He didn't want to put the work in enough. He certainly didn't want to show up on show days because he had other priorities. He wanted to play wrestler when it was convenient for him. Right. Well, here, here's a side topic. Didn't for come you to then. training much. Here's a side topic. All right. Yeah. So who as a as a person who's watched people break into the business, who's disappointed you the most that they didn't do more? And who were you most pleasantly surprised by? Wow, that's tough. Because <clears throat> um, you had to have had a training session or three with a guy where you were just like, oh, this is going to be the guy for us. Oh, Halo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can go kiss a sick monkey's <laughs> wet ass. <laughs> <laughs> um... I thought as time would go on, uh, I thought we would have seen a lot more um, from Tommy Courageous, right? I felt like that was going to be an answer. I mean, because he he had a good look. I mean... Where? um, 
He had a build. He was he was big, muscular. Yeah. Right, was big. right, right. And that was when bigger guys <coughs> still mattered, you know. Um, I liked the surfer kid Kenny Rush. Um, he was a small. He would have been a cruiserweight, but he just became uncommitted to the business. The guys who impressed me, I'll tell you what, man. And I know he doesn't want to hear this, and that's fine. But Brian's an impressive dude. And Chaos could have done whatever he wanted to do in this business if he wanted to do it. You know what he could have not done? What? Punched you in the neck and gave you that. Oh, no, he did that. Oh, he did it. Um, But no, I mean, it's the truth. I'm not just blowing some... It's fucking truth. Like, he was... He was really good and really impressive athletically for being as big as he was. And I guess, in so it's a double. I, I was as impressed as I could ever have been with him and as disappointed that he didn't take it all the way out because his dream from the time he was a little kid was to be a professional wrestler. And he actually could have gone further and more than just fulfilled it on a local level, and he did it. But what an amazing... Just an amazing big guy. That I mean, motherfucker hurt. You, know, the, the, you talk about guys like uh, like Bam Bam Bigelow and how athletic he was for being that size. Brian was just as athletic if not more. And bigger. And bigger, yeah. Anybody pop into your head? There's one guy I can think of that was a dis- <clears throat> He's kind of a disappointment, but really he's just a fuck-up. Fuck you, man. I'm your Is friend. Masters? No, I, <laughs> I really thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's Cato. I was just thinking. Kato's hey, athletic as hell. Well, I was just thinking about it. But he can't Andy. get out of his own fucking way. He's a fucking moron. Yep, I was just thinking about it. If you hear this, Andy, you're a good dude, but you're a fucking idiot. Yep, love okay. him, man. That's why you can only get booked in fucking, like, North Dakota, where they don't know that you're a fucking retard. <laughs> yeah. yes! Wow. Wow. The glass don't come off. What? Holy why, shit. Why don't they know in North Dakota that he's a retard? Well, because he ain't been there enough to figure it out yet. Alright. Look what you? happened. Fucking Armani. Armani, who you fucking piss him off, he don't want to talk to you anymore. Took Cato back with open arms and made a big hullabaloo. Hey, this kid has really got his shit together. And guess what? He didn't have his shit together, and now he's fucking out. To, he can't get booked anywhere in the fucking state except for Kurt now. And I'm not sure where that charity booking comes from. I thought for sure you were going to say Joey Pink. But um, <laughs> when you think of guys that, that are disappointing, though, I, I, I'm going to use another guy that, that Armani had done some work with, uh, and that's Adam Evans. Yeah. I mean, wasn't that kid? I mean, you know, good look, decent in the ring, couldn't get out of his own head, couldn't get out of his own way, couldn't help but stumble and get involved in things that he had no business getting involved in. There's another guy who I just remember, you know, at 19, like, well, this kid could be something, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I've seen, and and I know after we get done with this show, there's going to be a bunch more that pop into my head. I mean, because we've been around enough, either wrestling or announcing or managing, like, we've seen guys that, have it, but they just can't put it all together. There, there are just so many people from just that SSW world that I broke into, where if they would have been willing to think outside of that world and just take in some of the information and not close themselves off. I have, to I, have I have, I have an idea. Give, do you, can you just 
throw a name out of, from that world. Of anybody? No, from yeah, out of SSW. Jason Masters. Suck a nut, motherfucker. He, he, he was never there then. I was no, I wasn't there when you got. I, I was there. I was there later. I came later. I mean, let's think about the people that were there that never really moved on. So we'll start with the big obvious one for me because we broke in at the same time. But fate. Yeah. Man, the problem with fate is he didn't want to learn. No, he knew it. Or, or like the big SSW stars before I got there. You got like Maverick, right? Okay. Maverick was the big, yeah, the big baby face. Yeah. Right. Here he's tag champs right now. He is a tag champ. Big time company. Big time. But I just mean like any of those guys. Where? No. You you move <laughs> you move out of that comfort zone and you don't get afraid of it and you go and you you learn from other places. You can do stuff, right? But yeah, no, I agree. I Have agree. you been to another place that outside of you know, <coughs> Wisconsin or now outside of Milwaukee that you've been to and you you was like, oh, look, that, I like this guy. He could do something. Jake Classic. That's 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 who I was gonna go with. I was gonna go with Jake Classic. I had a slew. Of I thought with Jake him. Classic was athletic I, as hell. I thought he was great. He he he, he knew how to work. He was he was athletic. He could. Like he had it. He had a he gimmick a that would. Kid. He was a good-looking kid. He had a good, a good gimmick that I almost oh, fucked him twice. What? Wow. What? Wow. Uh, I, I put he, the kid he, over. He, I buried Kato. I'm putting over Jim Class. Yeah, but you really he had it. <laughs> he had it, man. Because I, I I was in the ring with him a bunch of times, man. And it, like I was like, oh man, it was just so. Uh, me and him had never really talked outside of you know. Coming up with bump, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, you know the bit. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we had never, we never, we had never really talked. Um, and then after the ladder match was the first time that dude came to me, and he was like, he, he, he didn't. It wasn't nothing big. He was just like, hey man, thank you. That meant a lot to me. And like, I felt the emotion in that. Like. He really meant that. Like, that was really a cool thing for him. It was a cool thing for me, too. I mean, I just wish that, you know, he was one of those people that, you know, he chose another route to go in life. But yeah, politics. Politics, yeah. But, I, I, man, I, I, I love so much about that dude that he could I really, I really wish he would have did something he would have kept going. Yeah, I, I think this is a subject we should revisit another time just because we're going to we're gonna find a bunch of guys in the past that we knew that succeeded beyond what we thought and others who just, can I just bring up one more person though because I also I also want to tell you about and another like guys who I think can be the next right I mean sure I mean I've already told you how much I really enjoy watching guys like Joey Avalon work right but even guys like Adam Grace you know when and some of these guys if they put it all together the right way right put it all together the right way who's your other name Buck Maru Man. All right, so let's move on. I, no, no, let's because that, he started to mature. No, he didn't. Have you, have you followed him? You guys are almost the exact same person. I have not. You are literally, yeah. me like, and you, interchangeable. Oh, yeah. Like, you could, if, if if an Isaac, if I'm not even sure you guys aren't the same person, because you guys are never on the same shows. Yeah. Right. We, we were on a shit ton of shows together. Uh, I haven't seen that shit in years of you. Never. But we were on the same shows for a long, for like two years together. This is kind of like a 64% black, talented Mr. Ripley kind of situation. So basically what, you did, what you're saying is, 
Isaac has ripped off my life. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Just with you know, a lot more children. Not many more children. The common denominator? Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, drinking. Him more? No. Mm. Me less? Yeah. I mean, it is tough at this point to say who drinks more. He's less ashy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And he's got Pound Town. Pound Town. I've heard this. You've mentioned this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> is that what Pound Town is? Wait, wait, do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the bottom? <laughs> just the bottom. All right. Yeah. Pound Town. Pound Town. Pound Town. Pound Town. Pound Town. Pound Town. This is probably our last one. This is the last time. Because we have gone off <laughs> so far the off rails. Off. Of the crazy train? All right. So keep in mind, I wrote these exactly the way they're worded. On the internet. On the internet. Okay. Okay? So Scott. It's yeah. going to be a winner. <laughs> what character would you be on the fictional home improvement TV show Tool Time? <laughs> <laughs> I would be the guy on the other side of the fence. That's in Home Improvement. I mean, the show Tool Time. Well, there's only three characters. They're all meaningful. I can't be on that show. You could be the cameraman. I suppose. You, you could be the gaffer. The gaffer. Okay, yeah. The yeah. fluffer. The fluffer. Okay, yeah. That, I would be. I would fluffer. be like you. Just see me like panning my camera across the set. Yeah, because I wouldn't. I couldn't be any the other three because they're all prominent. Yeah, you're the guy who wheels in the tool chest from the side. Yeah. And yeah, you're Merle. Yeah, okay. Merle. Yeah. Merle. Yeah. That was really the question? Yeah. So, let's, we have just enough time to read a, a oh, Facebook yeah. post. Oh, Facebook post. You ready for this? What was it, an iPhone 10? 12. And a quarter. Yeah, I don't actually know what the Roman numeral S is. Um, shit. It's an S? S. It's an iPhone S? No, it's an S. S, S. That's how a it's two phone S's. Say it. That's a Nazi phone. Oh my! Yeah. Wow, Mr. Mengele. <laughs> the iPhone, the iPhone Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Mengele. All right. Well, I'm not going to read the same one I read earlier. Okay. Right. I'll read a different well, one. Well, they don't know it. We know. All right. Fine. I'll read that one, and then we'll discuss briefly, and then I'll read a last one for you. All right. <clears throat> and see. I go to get some groceries and my card won't let me because I, quote unquote, went over my spending limit for the day. Oh. How the fuck are you going to limit the amount of money a person can spend of their own money? Okay. Fuck banks. (laughs) Then, I'm driving to the end of the street to turn in my rent. And some lady is driving on the wrong side of the road. She then turns around to bitch at me, saying I, quote unquote, almost hit her as she's taken down my plate number. I told her, maybe you shouldn't be driving on the wrong side of the road and texting and driving. Take down my plate number all you want. Then go fuck yourself, lady. People are dumb. <laughs> While Lane looks for the next one to read. Was that like a sh- that, Which, was that, that way, all one post? Better start on popular opinion. Yes. Yes. Let me ask you a question, Jason. What's up, bro? I know you're more of a, a rock music fellow. Yep. But who's your favorite DJ? Bob. Okay. 
Um, my favorite DJ I, I, is one of the, but I can't remember which one of the Quad City DJs. Oh, okay. Okay. Not, not, not a big. I don't. I, I was never really into the DJs. You know I, I would a DJ Jazzy Jeff. Back. Oh sure. About back. So about sure. back. Back to. You know who my favorite DJ is? No. Scratch and sniff. Nope. Dave. <coughs> DJ. DJ Dave. Dave. I don't know. I know his name was Dave. What about DJ Dave? Qualls? Hang on a second. No, nobody liked DJ Qualls. Skinny fucking alien. Was it Qualls or Quills? It was Qualls. It was Qualls. Dave. Why Dave? Naughty by Nature. Oh. Dave, no. drop a beat on him. Come on! Dude, that Naughty by Nature. It's the fucking producer. Hey. No, he's the DJ. Do you know Naughty Dude. by Nature sings Shane McMahon's song? Money, 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 money. Here we go. Yeah. Holla, holla. Dolla, dolla. Ching, ching. It's, it's not a video podcast and you're still in Lane's bed. So, I got a question. Who's Who do you like more? Beach or Trash? Trash. Or Dave? There's no fucking Dave. Man. There's Dave! There's no He's fucking Dave. He's writing the song. Dude, I heard that when Speech and Trash. Trash left a groupie in the room after they were done with them, they came she out stuttered. of the room and they went, yo, Dave, drop a load on her. Oh. <laughs> um, now, you know they weren't in the same band. Speech was in Arrested Development. Oh, he was. Man. He's from Milwaukee. He wanted to sing about Mr. Wendell. Wendell. Yeah. Were Tennessee. they singing about Tennessee? Yeah. Sometimes. Tennessee. Well, he spends the summers in Tennessee. Tennessee. Take him to Tennessee. another place. Tennessee. Take him to another Tennessee. land. Tennessee. Right. Here's the last one. All right. And then we're done. Okay. Not as good as that one. Okay. Thank we, you. we hadn't used the sound thing. That's no, good. We used it now. Just had a guy tell me that I look and lift like a quote-unquote big ruthless motherfucker. Quite the compliment, I think. Yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> is this dude a big motherfucker? Oh, no, he's, no, he's, he's not no. He doesn't even know Krav Maga. Yeah. He you, got, you got to know Krav Maga. You got to know Krav Maga. Well, that's a cravat. I, I will say this. That's cravat Maga. I think this is a perfect <laughs> time to fade out because I don't think that Jason Masters is going to be any more sober than he is right now tonight. Not oh. sucking on that old Thompson. Right. I'm not going to get... And annoyed. then once Mike leaves, he'll drink, too. Ew. Masters. Feels pretty good. Uh, feels fucking uh, good. Uh, Working my third leg, Masters. Ew. I'm so lost without you. Oh, no, it's okay. so bad. It's okay. I wasn't going to get anything. Hey, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, I don't even remember what episode this is, but we thank you all for joining. Jason Masters joined us. He's really an original member of the Ross family, but he never comes around, so it's like he's a... Spirit. It's not like I don't ever come around. You know, Nobody ever calls yeah, me. Yeah. I'm just the black dude that hangs out whenever... He did, get a, he, did get a card today, he did get a card today. He did get a card today from yeah, somebody that said, "Thank yeah. you, Blackie." <laughs> 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 I don't know what that was all. That was an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> she loves me very much. <laughs> Jack Spade, Big Stick Ross, I shot Scott Williams. Peace and happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs>